Good morning. This morning, we're, I want to talk about um, kindness and just plain, simply a word of kindness, an act of kindness versus an act of haltiness. We live in a, a day and age where Christians are just not kind to one another. Uh, there's a lot of jealousy, a lot of meanness and hatred. But we kind of expect it from the world, but now it's among us as Christians. We fight one another. No longer do we wish each other well. No longer do we go out of our way to make each other successful or prosperous or pray for the prosperity, pray for the health, pray for the blessing of those that are less fortunate. It's almost become a dog-eat-dog world and that's evident in the church and it's more evident now than it's ever been in the church. Uh, pastors surrounding themselves with yes men or yes women. Um, pastors building large edifices and then having to lock those edifices to keep people out because of fear that people will steal from what's in the church. I can remember a time that people had great respect, not only for the church, but great respect for the man or the woman of God. Uh, you wouldn't dare call a minister a thief or a liar or attribute anything to his character that was not proper or befitting. I can remember when the minister would come in the door, um, the layman would stand up, sometimes even applaud, because they had in their presence the man that represented or the woman that represented God. Uh, I can remember when leaders mayors and uh, governors and even the president, when things got rough, not only would they ask the people to pray, but they would call spiritual leaders together and have them to pray for the nation or pray for the state or pray for the community. These uh, men and women that uh, represented God, also represented large groups of people to the point that when they spoke, men in power listened. But this is nothing new. This has been since the beginning of time. Uh, if we go back to the Old Testament prophets, uh, they spoke to kings, they spoke to leaders, they spoke to nations, and in fact, in many instances, the king would seek out 
the ministers, seek out the man of God and ask their opinion about things that baffle them or things that they did not know. Uh, it was considered a blessing to have a man of God as your leader. But we live in an area where it's, it's, it's very difficult even for the man of God to confer a blessing on a man of God or a woman of God to confer a blessing on the woman of God because then that person becomes very haughty and very arrogant until the blessor become the blessee, if that makes any kind of sense. Uh, I would never put myself above my father or my mother. They might have had very little education or they might not they might have had very little in substance in comparison to what I have but they have a place in my life as mother and father and they should be respected to that extent in fact they should be respected to the extent that what I have is attributed to them and they can also utilize what I have because without them, there would be no me. And the Bible specifically tell us, honor thy father and thy mother so that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. It didn't say honor good mothers or good fathers or rich mothers or rich fathers. It's honor thy father and thy mother. So we're to honor our parents and we're to honor those places. We're to honor the church. We're to honor the leaders in the church. Now, many of us would say, well, you know, my pastor is not living up to the standards that I feel that a pastor need to lead, live up to. Or my pastor is engaged in questionable behavior. Well, you have a responsibility to get from under that pastor. I mean, you don't stay anywhere where you're going to be destroyed or you're going to make to be feel uh, less than who you really are. But you want to be encouraged. You want to be lifted up. But at the same time, you want to know the truth about your life, the truth about your condition, the truth about your habits, the truth about your ways. And you want to be told that truth by somebody that you respect, somebody that you are willing to follow their example. And normally that person is our pastors, our spiritual leaders, and unfortunately, we live in a day and age where it's not only very difficult to be a spiritual leader, but it's very difficult for some people to follow their spiritual leader. But I want to look at, 
I got to use some scripture because I've, I've been talking for about eight minutes and I, I know what the next thing is going to be is Bishop Sanders talk 10 minutes and didn't use any scripture. Um, but look in the book of John. And this is third, the third epistle of John. And here, uh, I want to look at the, uh, the, the most important thing here is this salutation. Listen to this salutation. The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Now, this is John speaking to Gaius. He said, I love this brother in truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, be in health, even as thy soul prospers. He said, it is my earnest desire that you do what? That you prosper. It is my earnest desire that you become prosperous. And that you be where? In health. I want you in health. I don't want anything wrong with you. Even as thy soul. So there's a requirement. He says, as your soul prosper, I want you to physically prosper. And I want your health to prosper. As your soul prosper. Mm -hmm. For I rejoice greatly. Now, listen, listen to John. He says, I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. He said, I was excited to just hear how well you're doing and how much you're preaching this truth. Man, it just quickened me, gave me life. We need to learn to encourage one another. Brother, I'm glad to see you walking in the light. Brother, I'm glad to get that encouraging word from you. And then when we see people down, we need to encourage those people. Brother, come on, let me help you. Stop being suspicious of everybody. Stop looking at a book and making an assessment of it without talking to somebody. We don't know what people are going through. We don't know what they've been through. We don't know what they're dealing with. The package look good on the inside, on the outside, but it can be torn from the flow up on the inside. We don't know what kind of morning they've had, what kind of evening they're having. So it behooves us to just speak. Say good morning. Good evening. Smile. And many times, the people that we speak to, the people that we uh, smile at, they don't smile back. Or they don't speak back. Well, that's on them. That's not on me. 
I've done what's required of me to do. And what's required of you is that you show kindness. You show that your soul is prospering. Because if you speak to enough people, those people will begin to speak back to you. If you speak enough goodness in the air, enough kindness in the air, it's coming back. It's going to boomerang back. But here John says, look, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. He said, the joy is not the offering that you brought. The joy is not the food that you brought. The joy is when I see the fruit of my labor. The joy is when I hear that my children are walking in the truth because I know then that they are what? They're doing well. That all is well with them. Amen? Now, he says, Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to stranger, which means a faithful work is in you not only to the brethren, but you look out for the stranger too. You don't need to know them. Brother, not only did you say kind words to the congregation, but you say kind words to the people that you meet in the street. You say kind words to the people that don't think nothing of kindness. You're kind. Not only are you kind, you're considerate. You're a joy to have around. These are the things people should say about the children of God. But they should say those things because we are. The children of God should be as God. They should be full of love, full of kindness, full of peace. Now, don't get me wrong. I think you need to be humble. I don't think you need to be scared. But I think you need to be humble. I don't think you need to cow down. You need to have your opinion and you need to be able to speak your opinion. But you need to be careful that you don't start adversities or start wars among the brethren. Always look for the way of peace. A few more verses here. In verse 6, he says, which has bore witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou being forward on this journey after a godless sort, thou shalt do well. Amen. He said, you, you, you're humble. You've done this for the church. And John wanted him to know that he was very, very 
appreciative. Listen, because that for his name's sake, they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. They didn't have any support. They didn't take any support. We live in a day and age where a preacher won't come preach unless you pay him or pay her. I'm not saying that they shouldn't get paid because a workman is worthy of his hire. But just as all other professions have pro bono work or nobody should have to ask us. I mean, if we are men and women of God, the word become a part of our life. It is a part of our life. So wherever we go, we carry that word with us. Not expecting anything. Not requiring anything. Because when we enter into labor with God, he says a workman is worthy of his hire. And he is obligated to provide the substance for our lives. So we don't, we don't have to trick congregations. Or we don't have to beg, borrow, steal, or use the worldly devices to collect finances. And, 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 and I know that this is going to uh, make a lot of people not listen to my part. But sometimes we, we have to let God do his thing. The word should not be sold. It's not, it's not a commodity. It's a way of life. And you can't sell the way of life. Nor can you sell a blessing from God. We can't get in the pulpit and say, I just, I, you got a blessing from God if you give me a $1,000 or $100 or $50. We got a blessing from God anyway. But if we preach right and praise right and sing right, then God is going to move on the heart of that individual or those individuals or that pastor, that congregation to be a blessing to us. One more verse, my time is expired. It says, verse, verse 8, we therefore, we therefore might to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. John says, look, not only are we going to receive you, but we receive those around you and those that you sent because you are just man. So when we are just and we're honest and we're truthful and we do the word of God, not only does it reflect on us, but it reflects on our helpers, 
it reflect on the people that we select or we surround ourselves with to help us carry out our ministry. Those are the results of being kind. Now, verse verses 9 through 11, and we need to, you need to go back and, and read the whole little chapter. There's only about 14, 15 verses there. And you got the reason for hospitality, but you also have the danger of haltiness. And, and, and you need to be aware of that, that when we have a haughty spirit, a haughty spirit is an uppity spirit, uh, a spirit of, of, of I and me and take care of me, a uh, spirit of I've got to have, a spirit of this is mine, uh, a very haughty spirit. In fact, the Bible even tells us that uh, a haughty spirit go before a fall. But we got to be very careful that we don't become haughty, uppity. Just because God bless us don't mean he can't bless somebody else. And sometimes we've got to be careful because we can come down just as fast as we can go up. Sometimes faster. But let's learn to be kind to one another. In fact, let's just get up today, get on the telephone, encourage somebody. Go to church, encourage mm -hmm. somebody. Go to your job, encourage somebody. Make a determination to wear a smile tomorrow. Amen? Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless this word, bless the hearers of thy word, and now God forgive us for our sins and our trespasses, and we pray for our heart and spirit. Give us a spirit of kindness, a spirit of compassion, a spirit of love, and a spirit of peace. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen.